Episode 62 of the Press Pass Podcast, presented by the Press Republican, with Editor-in-Chief Joe LaTemplio, Knight Editor Ben Rowe, and Staff Writer Mackenzie Delisle. I am Sports Editor Joey LaFranca. I'm going to ask Mackenzie first how she's doing. Mackenzie, how are you? I'm feeling a lot of things. <laughs> feeling a lot of things. Whoa. We'll get into that shortly. <laughs> Joe, how are you? Joey Bats, doing good. Ben, how are you? Not feeling as many things. <laughs> Not feeling as many things. Well, we brought Mackenzie on today to, to say goodbye. And to say thank you for everything. And, and Joe, you had a nice little thing that you wanted to say. Yeah, no, it's just uh, we're glad to have Mackenzie Delisle with us on this podcast because this is her final week at the Press Republican after three plus, almost four years mm-hmm. working here. And we just wanted to say we will miss you, but good luck to all you do in the future. You've done an outstanding job for us and for the community, and it's been a real True pleasure to work with you and to know you, and we want to say thank you and all the best. Thank you. <laughs> where are you going? Tell us where you're going. Well, first of all, just thank you, and also you made me blush, so I'm <laughs> glad I'm wearing a mask. But um, <laughs> okay, where I'm going is to Portland, Maine. Okay. I took a communications and marketing position, so I'm basically being a traitor to news writing. Yeah, um, go to the dark side. Yeah, that's, that's it, yeah. It's happened before. <laughs> yeah. What, what excites you the most about going to Maine? Um, I think being near the ocean is what really excites me about going to Maine. I think that something, that's something that I really missed living in Plattsburgh, even though we have beautiful Lake Champlain. It's just... Not the same as smelling like the salt water and being on the beach. So. Now, you've had quite an interesting career here, covering lots of uh, fun and interesting things. Yes. Um, <laughs> what are some of the highlights? <laughs> wow. Highlights, I Joe feel like... putting her on the spot. <laughs> Tell us your favorite thing. <laughs> highlights kind of implies that it was it was a good thing and it was a fun thing, but I'm going to kind of just rip that away from it. Memorable. Memorable. (laughs) Definitely the Durkee Street redevelopment project. That's definitely a a quote-unquote highlight. Um, Covering feral cats in the city of Plattsburgh. Yes. That that was memorable. Um, (laughs) What else have I covered? The pandemic in general. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the pandemic, cryptocurrency mining was a big thing in Plattsburgh that a lot of people don't get to talk about or learn about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, border closure. not to interrupt, but when um, crypto, which okay. is bound to get ben, bigger. You, ben, you interrupt everybody. Yes, so. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just when crypto gets bigger, you were here when it started in Plattsburgh. So yeah, that's just kind of bound to get a bit cryptocurrencies on the rise. Yes. I, I always thought the nice thing about your beat was you, you covered the city of Plattsburgh and, and town of Plattsburgh as well. Um, but you also got to change things up by doing the business beat. Right. And you got to do a lot of fun, interesting things um, with local businesses. Yeah. And you did a great job keeping up with everything that's going on. So that had to be interesting too. Yeah. I think that writing for the business page every week, it let me do more feature writing, which is something that I really like. And obviously not wanting to step on Robin's toes or anything, but I just really like talking to people and telling their stories. And sometimes, like, I was a creative writing major in college, so when you're doing the feature stories, you can be more creative with the words you use and the headlines you use. Yes. Um, And that was something that I really did enjoy having, like, being able to do every week. Yep, and you you did it very well. I always enjoyed reading your stories, and um, uh, you were definitely a credit to the Press Republican and to the community. You never Um, did anything sports. 
Yes, I did. Yes, you did. I know. I'm You're thinking, lying. <laughs> she did. Wow, Joey. Yeah. Yes. I did some sports stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. Sports ball and sports and you, stuff. Well, you covered, I remember, um, the track benefits or something like that. I remember uh, one time. Cross you, country, you think? Yeah, cross country, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You attended it, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you did some fishing stuff. That fishing? qualifies under sports. That's true. Yeah. Actually, honestly, you were a big help to me when it came to like fishing stuff because yeah. like that, I never really usually had the time for it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I could take any story and throw it at her, and she'd come out <laughs> smelling like a. You're rose. the Swiss <laughs> Army knife. Yeah, 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 she was. Right. She was. It was no. uh, but, really good. Mackenzie, I'm gonna miss is the fact that whenever I would open up your, whenever I'd read a story that you started, I'd instantly look at the headline. Yeah. Because I think Mackenzie is the person below me that likes the cheesiest headlines. Yeah. She <laughs> has great leads, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Really, really so catchy. I will miss that. Yeah, Thanks. for sure. Well, we just wanted to have you come on, and we're glad that you could, and we know you're busy, so we'll let you get back to things. But Thank we you. do wish you the best of luck in Maine, and you always have a home here. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yes. That's sweet. <laughs> Please keep in touch. Okay, I will. Okay. Well, we'll let Mackenzie get out of here, and then Joe, Ben, and myself will have our normal shenanigans, but (laughs) we will be back in a minute. And we're back. Once again, we wish Mackenzie Delisle the best of luck as she heads to Maine. And now we will get back to our normal little talk here. And I'm going to steal the show and talk about sports right from the get-go. Can you get messages on that? Can I get messages on what? On your watch. watch. Yeah. Text messages? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, everybody does that now. <laughs> Joe, it's 2021. People have been able to get that, text messages on the watch for like I know. 10 years. And <laughs> I'm just, it's just catching in that was my the most, Honestly, that was the most <laughs> My like, wife random. doesn't like Hold it. Hold on, Joe. That was like the best like part of the podcast we've ever had. You're just like, do you get text messages on that? As you're pointing at my phone, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, and then I watch. thought, Yeah, my watch. All right. Well, yes. No, my Apple Watch does receive text messages. Okay. And it actually helps sometimes, too, because sometimes I won't, like, I'll have my phone on silent, but my watch will, like, vibrate. Yes. So yes. smart as I knew they did. <laughs> but Joe, now we have to make this explicit. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, lately I've been noticing people looking at their watches yeah. and reading messages. I never noticed it before. And my wife says, It's so annoying. We're playing pickleball and everybody's looking at their watch. <laughs> I wasn't looking at my watch though. No, I know, but it okay. just, I just noticed it. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, do I need one of those? You no. could, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking no as well. It's, I like it because it, it's also, I like it for like the fitness stuff. There's no excuse to miss a text then, right? No, not really. Well, not really. that's why that, I don't that, want it. <laughs> unless your Bluetooth is disconnected or something and then all of a sudden it stops working. You know, that that's still potentially an excuse. Okay. I've used that a time or two. Yeah. I was like, oh, my watch must have not been connected to my phone. <laughs> oh, sorry, I missed that. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, I also like it for the fitness side of things because it acts as, what's the... Strava. Pedometer. Is that mm-hmm. the word? Yeah, it has that. You know, it keeps track of your steps, can track you like your workouts, you heart, know, rate. Your heart rate, different yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It actually can, this can do your uh, blood oxygen level and stuff like that too, which actually became like a huge thing during COVID, mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning stages because it can ma- ma- uh, measure your blood oxygen level. Okay. Well, yeah. Christmas is coming. Yes, you never know. <laughs> as we're doing an endorsement for Apple now. <laughs> you're welcome. Family, family, if you're listening. <laughs> yes. There you go. I will say though, the one thing about wearables is that lately I haven't had my headphones around my neck because my bluetooth headphones died which i'm sad about 
But whenever I would get a phone call with those, they would vibrate on my neck. Oh, really? And so, and then after I, which is the bad thing I think about the watches, is that then if I'm not wearing it, I'll feel phantom vibrations in my neck. And I'm like, wait, am I getting a phone call? Because you get so used to, like, in my mom, she, sure. her phone, her, um, her watch buzzes when she gets like a text message. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Because then it's like, not only do you, does your text message like interrupt you by seeing it, but it like shakes you like you've got a message. Yeah. It's nothing too crazy. Like it's just a little like if it's a text message, there, there are different types of vibrations for like different, like a text message. I'll have one type of vibration. If I get like a Twitter notification, it's a different type yeah. of vibration. Like, so I kind of actually like know usually what it is. When I get a phone call sometimes and I, I'll think it's a text message, then it keeps vibrating. It's just like, oh, man, somebody's calling me. So then I'll know. Because that's usually the thing that helps me out the most. It's like when I feel it like constantly vibrating, I was like, oh, crap, somebody's calling. It's like I want to be disconnected. I don't want to be in the future where like our bodies just buzz whenever the internet touches <laughs> us. Yeah, that's a bit much. Touches but us. that explains why you answer your phone so quickly. It does. Yeah, and my mom does the, the same thing. thing. That, the, thing like that, the thing that boop. Ben does, and I can hear it all the time, it's always funny. Whenever you call him, or just in general, he'll always be like, can you hear me? Yes. And I don't know why you, Why do you do that. Like, is it because of the headphones? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> why don't you just say hello and then see if you continue the conversation rather than saying, can you hear me every time? Well, also, Don't say that. Yes. yes. But also is the fact that, again, with my mom, she'll answer things through her Bluetooth in her car. And then sometimes she'll be like, you know, oh, my phone's connected. Can you hear me? And then, oh, and yeah. da, da, da. Like phone, phone calls aren't as simple as just picking up the phone anymore. <laughs> you have to connect to your Bluetooth. You have to. Oh, then... no. That's crazy. <laughs> no, that's the way it works. Yeah, for sure. For but sure. Anyways. But anyways, getting back to sports, I'm going to steal the lead right off the bat because, hey. I mean, hey, how could we not, right? Congratulations to the uh, Sable Valley girls soccer team on a state championship what a special special weekend for all of off sable valley and that girls soccer team as they went down and we all know when you get into the state playoffs you just never know how things are going to work out sometimes you know for like the semi the semi-regional and maybe the regional but once you get to that final four it can kind of become a lot of unknown and off sable valley was not phased at any point this past Saturday, down at Homer High School, right near Cortland, they beat Notre Dame. Um, not the college. That would have been very impressive if they did that. <laughs> but they beat Notre Dame 2 to nothing in a very dominant win. They outshot them 18-1, to and the one shot that Notre Dame had wasn't even on target. And then here comes the state championship game. And I will not forget after, and people might have read it today in the column that I wrote about um, Osable Valley, after, Notre, after they beat Notre Dame, their head coach, Lindsey Douglas, uh, after our post-game interview was done, she grabbed me by the arm and smiled, and she said, Joey, I think we're really going to win this. And she had that utmost, utmost confidence in her team. And wouldn't you know it, the next day with a minute and 30 seconds left in the state championship game against Carl Place, Cameron Bozio, Cameron Bozio scores, or as people who I will joke about this, as many down in Cortland heard over the weekend, Bezio or Bezio or a lot of different versions. Cameron Bezio ended up scoring the game winner for Osable Valley with a minute and 30 seconds left and then the longest 90 seconds of everybody in Patriotville's life um, ticked off the clock and Osable Valley was Class C state champion. So congratulations to them. I am very, very excited that I was able to be down in Cortland um, to cover that and share their story and tell their story because what an impressive... And quite honestly, just 
something that I don't know if a lot of people necessarily expected. You know, it's always possible, but the reality of it is they are state champions and what a great accomplishment. So I just wanted to say congratulations. It was a great time being down there covering that team, and I'm so happy for that team as well as the Osceola Valley coaches and community. Yeah, state championships, as we know, are rare. Yeah. Very rare around here. Um, So to bring one home is a big, big deal. And a great team, a lot of good players, uh, great coaches. Uh, They had a great season, no doubt. And as we said in our editorial, it's it's a big credit for um, North Country soccer in general. Yeah. Um, Not only did Osable win the state championship, we had three other teams make it to the Final Four, which is... Four teams in the Final Four. That's Un- unprecedented. Unbelievable. Yeah. Saranac girls made it in Class B. Um, they lost to Bronxville. Bronxville. 3-0. Yep. Um, hard-fought game. Bronxville was was a little bit better. Yep. The Beekman Town boys uh, had a rough go of it, but they made the Final Four. Yep. With ha- the, you Haverlane, know, was, ha- Haverlane was very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Beth Beth Haverlane. Yep. They're from the Rochester area, I yep. believe. Um, but they had a great season for Beekman Town and uh, Shazy Boys. Well, they make it every year. What a, what a, a tough perennial what a, power and, and in Class what a, D. What a tough lot. Do you realize that they didn't they didn't allow a goal during the, the state playoffs? Nope. They nope. didn't allow a goal. It's Just tough it, hap- luck. it happened to go to penalty kicks, and it even went extended into penalty kicks, and well, they lost to Fillmore. And what I loved about this year's state playoffs, of course, we didn't have any last year because of COVID. Sure. And the year before. Um, I don't think it was even a thing as much, but NFHS Network yes, awesome. I got to watch all the games right from my living room. Yep. Um, instead of driving four or five hours to go I know. stand out in the freezing cold. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it was awesome. I watched that entire Shazy Boys game. Yep. It was great. Yep. So that's a, a good thing for local sports. It all was, sports. It was, it, and that, if there is any positive... And I say this, obviously, mm-hmm. with, with an asterisk next to it. If there's any positive that has come out of COVID, it is actually that when it comes to sports. Because mm-hmm. without COVID, I don't think there would have been a push to really get that up and off the ground. Some, some schools did it. So a couple schools did it here and there. It yeah. sped it up, though. But now everybody has it. And like now everybody really could, was able to watch the game and, and just you know get that instant you know ability to, to see a result. And it's, that's unbelievable. It's, it's amazing. You, co- you covered a football game like that. I, I did. Yes. I actually did. Yes. Futurist. I didn't know that. It worked great. That's yes. cool. Yeah. It, did work, it did work well. Um, but congratulations to them. And I, I have to say, from my perspective, it was special for me because there are teams that resonate with a reporter sometimes. And the Osable Valley Girls are one of those teams for me because I remember, and I won't go too long with this story, but it is funny. In 2018, I remember Osable Valley was playing Mariah in the Section 7 championship. And I was supposed to cover the boys' game afterward. I believe it was Seton and Saranac Lake that was supposed to play in the boys' game afterward. This, this game was actually at Saranac, Joe. And it was so cold that night. And the game, the Osable and Mariah went to penalty kicks. Willie Santana was covering the game for us. It was so cold that it sapped his battery on his phone, and his phone died. Mm-hmm. After the game was finally done and Osable Valley won in penalty kicks, Willie came up to me and said, Joey, I, I need to use your phone to record the conversation for, for his interviews. And I said, no problem. So I literally went right up with him, and we, I literally just, I basically just stood there. I was a human recorder as Willie like asked his questions. 
And I remember all the joy that I saw and heard in the voices of the players and the coaches for uh, Sable Valley just when they won the sectional championship in 2018. And I could tell something was kind of special about that team as they kind of were growing a little bit and developing and they were up, an up-and-coming team. The following year, they won sectionals again, made the state playoffs, lost to the regional, uh, lost, to, lost to the eventual state champion in the regional round in both 2018 and 2019. 2020 was obviously a lost year. And then came 2021, and they're, they're champions. They are the state champions now, and that's so cool. And I said in my column today, if people read it, and if not, please check it out. It was definitely something I enjoyed writing. I should have known something special was going to happen when I went down and for the first time uh, went down to Osceola Valley on October 12th, and I got one of my all-time favorite photos when Reagan Shear um, ended up scoring and jumped into the arms of Jenna Stanley and made for what was one of the best photos that I think I've ever taken, the pure happiness and joy um, was the first of what turned out to be, oh, not the first, but the first that I saw of what turned out to be many celebrations for Osceola Valley. And um, what, a, what an impressive and amazing accomplishment, and um, the North Country should be very proud of them. And as I said in my column, once you're a champion, you're always a champion. So congrats to them, and it's, it's a great, great accomplishment for them all. Yeah, very big deal. Uh, good on them, and uh, we're, we're really happy to see it. Absolutely, absolutely. But moving on to new stuff. What's going Lots on? going on. I know, yeah, busy week. We got border stuff, we got COVID stuff, we've got yes. marijuana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have marijuana? Well, we might. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we had a story in today from Joe Mahoney, our uh, CNHI Albany uh, correspondent about uh, the number of municipalities statewide that are rejecting um, having marijuana uh, distribution centers and open, open, what do you call them, uh, smoking places. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not privy to this stuff, I don't know. Uh, consumption. Yes. Open consumption places. I was going to say open container, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's very low. A lot of, most towns are like, okay, it's coming, we'll take it. Because, you know, obviously... It's the trend. That's the way it's going. It's legal now. And they also don't want to miss out on the revenue, uh, mm-hmm. potential revenue that uh, this this will bring to the state and municipalities. Um, well, yeah. And it's like 9% people, or something like that. It's that the towns, and I thought that was an interesting system, though I guess now that I think about it, I don't know how it would work the opposite, but is that towns didn't have to say yes. Towns and municipalities had to say no. Right. It's that you were opted in unless you opted out. Yes. And so is the, yeah, there was the conversation about, okay, well, now we really need to think about it. And are you surprised by that, Joe? A little, not a lot. I thought, you know, there, there might be, it's like in some conservative areas, people would be like, no, we don't want that drugs in the <laughs> community, which, which okay. Mm-hmm. It still is considered a gateway drug, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is, I could see people being concerned about that, but you know, alcohol is probably worse than pot and that's been around forever and communities deal with that. So I think this is just a sign of the times. This is what we're going to see as part of our landscape. Well, and I think part of it is just, it's that initial stage of like getting used to like the new I mean because back I mean not literally only just a little while ago when you talked about marijuana and like that wasn't legal 
And now, you know, you're getting into that stage now where it's a little bit different of a perception. And I think that's something that I think people are maybe struggling with more so than anything else is how is it perceived? Yeah, I think it'll be, it might be a little different than um, in Joe Mahoney's story, the, the expert he interviewed talked about when Prohibition ended. Mm-hmm. And everybody was trying <laughs> I was, to figure out. That's what I was thinking about, yeah. Everybody's trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to reintegrate alcohol into yeah. our society? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, alcohol obviously had been around for a long time before. And it was prohibited for what, what was the Volstead Act? Uh, 14 years, someone got? Yeah, well, I think it was like about a decade or so. Yeah. So, so are there going to be marijuana speakeasies now? <laughs> I guess that's what a consumption place <laughs> yeah, would be. Yeah, uh, Designated place. Where they you, should call them speakeasies. You can go um, <laughs> smoke or it's whatever. It's a far cry from when little Joey had the dare talks back in school. Or did you even have yeah, that? Yeah, I had dare. Right? And then you could have a day where you went to the movies and bowling and to the planetarium or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Joey's yeah. like, drugs? What? No, we're going to the movies. Cool. <laughs> cool, yeah. Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not just smoking. I mean, they have edibles now and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff, too, I guess. So, I don't know. No, well, it's, in, I mean, you know, it's, again, it's also a far cry from, you know, Joe's day. Is what, what, what state was it? Was it like... Not Massachusetts, but they're, uh, I guess Colorado was the, they were the pioneer. First, of, think, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, and again, it's interesting, yeah, the, um, talking about the business aspect of it. Anything with the tax revenue, I guess. So, Right. Um, it'll be interesting to see how much tax revenue this actually generates. Um, I don't know. It, it, is beer and liquor considered a big uh, tax revenue generator? I'm, I'm not sure. Well, if you took it out, it'll probably make a difference. <laughs> yeah, I know cigarettes are heavily taxed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, a six-pack of beer probably isn't as much because people will go bananas if they can buy their beer cheap. Oh, uh, yeah, I would think so. Then you're going to have angry angry people who want to drink. Then that's not going to be good either. No. But you not know good. where you can go if you want to both drink young and smoke marijuana? You can go Canada. Canada. <laughs> well done. That's true. <laughs> And That's true. Although and I speaking guess, of Canada, yeah. Ben. <laughs> Transition. You don't have to say it. You almost got through it. I don't know what happened. You just like paused and then we dragged it on and now we're like, oh, and, and then Ben. Transition. <laughs> I guess it doesn't really work because we're talking about Canadians coming down here now versus us going up there. But yeah. You're just talking about the, the nation as a whole. Well, yeah. we could, Americans could go into Canada as of August 9th. Yes. Um, with some, there were some steps you had to go through yeah. to, to get up there, but you could. Now, as of November 8th, Canadians are welcome here. Although, it, when that it was enacted um, 10 days ago, um, Canada required a negative test within 72 hours of returning to Canada. And there was concern about that because they're costly. It was like 150 bucks. Yeah. Um, heavy pressure was put on almost immediately by U.S. officials, including... North Country Chamber President Gary Douglas, who is very instrumental in this, um, and the Canadian governor government is reconsidering, and it looks like they're going to relent on that requirement for the testing, which will be great for this area because a lot more day trippers uh, probably will come down and to go shopping, sure. have a meal, oh absolutely, whatever, yeah. So that will benefit us all. So um, that's a good good development. Oh, yes, because no. why would you come down for just the nice day of wandering Plattsburgh and then have to pay, you know, yeah. about the 100 150 to 
get the test when you went back. So. They wouldn't do it. Mm. No, and I think, and yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they to up until when they've now made this latest adjustment, I think being, Canadians being able to travel down it was almost lip service because I mean the the logistics of it didn't make any sense. Right. Unless you really just wanted to blow money just to just to say you came down here and then went back. I mean that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. No. I, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have done that. That'd be stupid. Honestly, I was kind of surprised that Canada relent to this quickly. I thought we were going to have <laughs> I was too. a couple of months of... Well, especially because, like, obviously, the if there's an uptick in cases. It's not like it's going down. I mean, it's not as bad as what it was last year at this time as we were, like, skyrocketing up around the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll see. Well, I'm sure we'll see an uptick again because of that. But the, the num- Well, actually, the numbers are probably worse than last year, but the difference is yes, vaccines. Exactly. Um, you know... People that are vaccinated, if you get a breakthrough case, you're probably not, you might not even get sick. Yeah. And you're probably not going to be hospitalized or die. Yeah. Um, but then um, that makes a big difference. Yeah. I have a question. I'm sorry if I put you on a spot with this, but it's, it's not like a bad thing. If you don't know, don't worry. <laughs> um, Ben's like, uh oh, what's he going to say? The COVID booster, are, is not everybody eligible for that yet? I thought everybody was eligible. It's pretty much the same requirements as the original boosters. Okay. But you have to it has to be nine months after your second vaccine. Nine? Nine months. Oh, I thought it was six. As far as I know, it's nine. Well, as f- uh, I, I thought it was six. I, was I'm it pretty six? sure it's six. Because uh-huh. well, okay. otherwise, I didn't follow the rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. You're right. Because yeah. um, I got my second one in March. Okay. And I was eligible yes. in October. Same. same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Six okay. So, because yes. I asked that because I heard Kara talking about it today, and she said she wasn't like vaccine, like booster vaccine eligible. And I'm like, what is she talking about? But maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit different. I just knew that I could get it because I'm teaching at the college, so I knew I would be able to get. It. I didn't even think twice about it. But that's when I heard her talk about it today. I was like, oh, it's not everybody eligible for it. From yet. what I've read, there are certain government officials that are saying let's let everybody, like right. everybody, everybody get it, and then the. Um, health departments and the CDC and that kind of thing—they're like, whoa, you know, not everybody yes. needs it quite yet. So yeah, but um, and well, yeah, and is that we have an editorial going in this weekend, as Joe wrote and has mentioned, is you know we are coming up with holidays and the sure last year that was yeah it's spiking point of where two weeks after Christmas you know numbers ooh, flew up and that kind of thing that, bell, that bell curve just right yes. up right because yeah vaccines really hadn't kicked in. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I vaccines think, only came for some people at the end of December. and yeah. December yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we didn't see the full effect. So is that, you know, we would be remiss to not mention that, you know, um, yes, you can get together. But again, um, just, yeah. you know, be smart about it, as we always say. Yeah. Everybody knows what to do. Just yeah. be smart and be exactly. safe. But hey, the youngsters can get the vaccine now, too. That's right? We also talked about that. Which is huge. Um, yeah, for schools especially. Yeah. I mean, because we know... Um, when you have uh, people, kids together in schools like that, it can be a breeding ground. It's, oh, it's, absolutely. It's tough. So, And it's like, just, that, that's the nature of it, too. I mean, especially once you get cooped up inside and mm-hmm. things like that, it's, it's going to happen. And you don't want them bringing it home to mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. Nope, so definitely yes. not. Which, um, which, yes, we had in the paper the other day. I loved um, Kara's stories about the community efforts to get kids um, vaccinated and yep. that kind of thing. Yeah. So that we had... Um, Although um, I love that photo that was in the paper on the front page the other day. Of the um, I think he was like nine or something like that. The kid getting, and like, 
you know, kids and shots, you know, I guess anybody in shots for some degree, but shots are scary. And he had the kid, like, giving his best brave face to the camera as he was getting <gasps> I'm going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, I mean, Good for him. the shots didn't hurt. Oh, no, but when you're a kid, it's, I know, like, it's eh. anxiety. Okay, so I don't know if I've spoken about this since the last part. I did not have any side effects. That's my, true. My arm mm-hmm. didn't even hurt. Yeah. My arm didn't even hurt. Yeah. I, it, it was crazy. It stung a little bit as it went in, but I think that's just because the lady didn't let the alcohol dry quite <laughs> quite, I, quite enough. I didn't even feel it when it went in. No, mm-hmm. no, that's the thing that's crazy. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the flow on this. Like, cause I, I knew that I was like, okay, I had some pretty bad side effects after the second shot. And I was like, all right, well, this is half the dose, so it can't be as bad. But I didn't have any symptoms. My arm, like, usually, I mean, even after my flu shot, my arm hurt. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit, but nothing. It was crazy. Although then I always remember is that the paranoia of... Did it work? Is it working? <laughs> I mean, well, I, I is this the bad, so I know it's working. Is this the yeah. on? <laughs> yeah. You almost want to get sick. Yeah. So you know. All right, it's working. I feel terrible, but it's working. <laughs> oh, the pain, but yes, it's good. Yeah, no, that's that's one of those crazy things, though. But no, I mean, like Ben said, you know, we've been at this for so long. Just just have the yes. right... Just have the right protocols do there's the right no, things wash your hands don't touch your face <laughs> you know keep your hand just watch, just do the little things but i want i i feel like we've almost buried the lead a little bit though the champy sign what's going on oh terrible terrible terrible, terrible news and obviously like it's actually legitimately like not great but like you know i mean in the grand scheme of things it's not the worst thing that's happened but it's such a weird bizarre story yes the town of plattsburgh <laughs> put up a special sign um indicating Lake Champlain, home of legendary sea monster Champy. Mm-hmm. They got um, funding for the sign from the Pomeroy Foundation, Legends of Lore, which provides these signs for yes. historic signs for mm-hmm. Loch Ness monster places all over the place. <laughs> yeah, uh, all historic sites. So they they erected the sign on the shores of Lake Champlain on Cumberland Head Perimeter Road. Yep. Um, in the summer of 2019. Yep. Great spots, great lookout area. Get, yep. get good sunset uh, photos up Beautiful, um, nice sign. Yep. Um, it was kind of like a maroon background mm-hmm. with uh, white or yellow lettering. I'm not yeah. sure. And good spot to look for Champy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And apparently someone overnight stole it. It was stolen. The sign was... Um, a Champy scandal. Yes, it was removed from the pole. Which probably took some undertaking because, uh, according to supervisor, town supervisor Michael Cashman, that thing weighed about 200 pounds. So they needed equipment. All cast iron. Yeah. Pro- equipment and I'm guessing a pickup truck. Of so this was, at least a two, this was at least a two-man scheme. I would think. Yes. Um, it's troubling. Now, uh, we were wondering if this was a victim of devious licks <laughs> sort of thing. Yes. Um, or... It's cast iron. I'm sure it's got some value. Uh, maybe somebody wants to. Maybe they want to turn scrap. it. Maybe they want to turn it into a pan and cook bacon and eggs in it. <laughs> that could be. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's hope. Where did the idea come from? What you never cooked anything? Cast in iron. It? You never cooked anything in a cast iron I guess pan. So I do you just... know? Do you know how much better everything tastes when you cook it in a cast iron pan? I mean, if I can't. you have not Ben has not lived, <laughs> Joe. Do you know what I'm talking about? You can, I do. You cook if a steak in a cast house, iron pan. If I came to your house and saw eggs frying on the champy sign, then <laughs> <laughs> you know. Please disregard, Joey. Why do your pancakes have an outline of, of the champy logo on it? That would be, be kind of awesome. <laughs> it would be. 
<laughs> it would be my version of branding. Yes. You flip um, your pancakes over and this is the word can <laughs> <laughs> I um, promise I did not steal the yeah, song. But yeah. no, it's always it's always kind of weird. Is that I remember um for police, Card- are, police are gonna come and check my truck now. So we still <laughs> <the sign. laughs> I remember for Cardinal Points we did a story one time about how often the Weed Street sign is stolen. <laughs> now they had to replace yeah, that, that a couple times see. and kids are like, Oh look, dude, I stole the Weed Street sign. Put it in my dorm. Wait, That's is that the, really a thing? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? I did not know that. Yes. Yeah. We talked to officials. I think and they said, "Yeah, we've replaced it a couple times." <laughs> oh, look at this! Right next to the stop sign, I also stole. That's actually really funny. I had no idea. Well, you did, are you did a cardinal points around that? Yes. It, did it, you put it on the front it, page? And the funny thing is, is that we went and we did. Well, for those who don't know, for cardinal points, we take a bit more liberty to do photo illustrations. Yes. Where we recreate <laughs> certain things <laughs> with paper. And we went out and we tried to recreate the um, the photo of somebody trying to steal the sign. So it was night and we put like headlights on the sign and had somebody pretend to like oh my God. get near it. And then, Whoa. hey, what do you, and literally like the cops came up and said, hey, what are you doing? No, we're just, we're doing a photo illustration. You're, that is actually really <laughs> this You're is, lucky. This is, for, this is for educational purposes. <laughs> so we're not really stealing the sign. That's actually no, hilarious. But those are just such weird crimes. Like, yeah. I, well, a couple of years ago, the one of the War of 1812 Battle of Plattsburgh signs in Morrisonville near the Gordy Little Bridge. Um, a similar sign to the champion one was stolen, mm-hmm. and they never found that. And so I'm guessing that these things are worth some money. I guess so. I, mean, I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, otherwise it's like what, like Bart Simpson cutting the head off that statue of the Simpsons? Like, yeah. Why even do it? Like, it makes it, well. And speaking of that, um, we've also had a rash of catalytic converter thefts. Yeah. Those are a bit more area. understandable. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, Wait, that's actually happening Yeah, It's happening in Plattsburgh. It's actually, it's uh, happening around the country lately, from right. what I've read. Why is it happening? Plattsburgh. Because the metals inside are very, very valuable. Expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting. And, um, and it could apparently happen very quickly. Quickly, I mean, right. Mm-hmm. The, the Salvation Army van that they used to they stole the they stole catalytic converter off, off the, the salvation, salvation army yes. van. how that lame happened. do you have to be to do that it's pretty bad that is low and i guess it costs like four grand to replace that is low and i think i'm told rolla parker from parker chevrolet has agreed graciously agreed to donate to replace for it him. for them well, i'm happy it. to hear that yeah but I That's also heard ri- that, that is in, in Skyway Plaza there was a rash of catalytic converter thefts mm-hmm. and apparently if you have one of those um Reciprocating saws, I think they're called. Yeah. You can get under there and zip, zip. You can get it in 30 seconds. No kidding. Um, so. Wow. I had no idea about yeah, this. Yeah, no. Um, I have a friend um, down toward Long Island, that kind of thing, that she's got hit twice. <laughs> like she replaced it and then she came back out and, oh my God. So, yeah, it's, it's a thing to be careful of. So No um, kidding. Yeah. They're trying to do something um, to regulate uh, where those metals are sold. So they can uh, um, spot and yeah, or, or maybe do something to try. Well, they they have to try to discourage yeah. people from right. trying to do it. Yeah, right. So, so right. I know. So, so Joey's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, I'm now, <laughs> truck yeah, I'm now, I'm kind of like, wow, wow. I mean, like, I was down in Syracuse over the weekend. I'd be more worried, honestly, down there. But maybe it's up here now. It's an issue. 
And as Joe was asking, I guess we looked into so it. So what happens if you stay? Is your well, that's why your vehicle not yeah. even start. Sounds like a Harley. Yes, is that? Oh, that's awesome. Then, <laughs> well, I guess it won't be can, terrible yeah. if somebody takes mine. But I you prefer can't, not to. You can't drive without it. It's against. It's illegal. Right, because it's too loud. And it's, it's environmental. Uh, environmentally. Mm. Um, that gets back to what we talked about. I want my smog. I want my pollution. No, Joey's got to be, what's it called, rolling coal or something. <laughs> yeah. No, that's crazy, though. I had no idea. No. So lots of crime. Have yes. we done a story okay. about that? I apologize. If... As we speak, oh, okay. it's being uh, reported on now. Okay, yes. cool. Not good. Not good. No. That's crazy. But wow. One last thing I want to end this episode on a lighter note as we get done crime and all that. Well, honestly, is, that was a pretty late note talking about the stolen champion sign. You know, that. No, that's a serious. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Supervisor Cashman is outraged. Yes, and rightfully so. He just needs some dull whip. It'll calm him down. <laughs> well, that's yeah. true. <laughs> but the lighter note: Thanksgiving traditions. Yes, is the. I want to ask you guys. You know, <clears throat> what's your traditions? Joe already told me he's getting three turkeys this year. So I'm like, wow, yep. that's quite turkeys. I got I got text <laughs> message today from my wife. Did you hunt them? Get three turkeys. Is Mary out hunting? <laughs> no. She went to the store. No, I'm supposed to get. Them. <laughs> you you have to. You, are you hunting for them? <laughs> I'm yes. in Hannaford Freezer. Okay. I will be. <laughs> will you bring your? Will you be like Popeye? <laughs> Just I mean not Popeye. Uh, <laughs> who's the? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Spinach. <laughs> no, not Popeye. Who's the the other guy? Elmer. Elmer <laughs> Go in there with your pop gun. But to be fair, you're not eating all of them. No, we're going to get... She told me to get three. One we will eat. One we will donate to the Saranac Key Club. Okay. And the other one we probably will keep in the freezer for future consumption. Okay. Or maybe even <laughs> donate that one. Okay. They're 47 cents a pound right now. But I don't know if there's a limit. There might be a two turkey limit. Really? Yeah. Interesting. With the supply chain and the meat. And right. All that, yeah. But it's the fact that I was especially curious. Italians, y- y'all are famous for your eating. Yes. <laughs> yes. Eating large amounts. I didn't know what's Halloween or Halloween. What's um, Thanksgiving <laughs> like in the Italian uh, house? We would have the traditional turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, potatoes. Mm-hmm. sweet potatoes, green bean casserole, mm-hmm. cranberry. I don't like cranberries. No. Never been a Dinner rolls, maybe some corn. And then probably one dish of some kind of sauce, either managati or lasagna. Yeah. I usually, so my household, does, there, there is no turkey usually actually for Thanksgiving. It's usually some type of, um, it's either some type of chicken or there's, a, there's usually a beef of some sort, usually maybe a roast, something like that. Um, and then, yes, there's sometimes the opportunity for a, a lasagna or a manicotti. Um, then you sometimes, I'm trying to think, what was the other thing we had one year? It was some Italian dish. Oh, it was like, I just think of it, it's like a, what, I'm trying to think of what the heck it was. Oh, rig, the rigatoni? Rigatoni? Yeah, kind of, yeah, so something like that. Um, but usually that, Ben, um, my little personal favorite, and I, I, it started when I was a little kid, and I always make my mom usually have it every year because now it's just a tradition because it's just ridiculous. I know, I know she doesn't mind making it. It's funny. For some reason, when I was little, like we always had tater tots. Yeah. So there, there are always tater tots on the Thanksgiving, uh, the Thanksgiving. Oh, and also, too, stuffing in the LaFranca household is not stuffing in a casserole dish. We have stuffing muffins. So Ooh, yes. you put your stuffing mm-hmm. in a muffin pan, yes. and you make stuffing muffins. Oh, okay. And it stuffing is, muffins. So the outside is crispy, and mm-hmm. the inside is nice and doughy. 
and it's really really good. Yeah, I bet that's good. That's oh yeah, that's good. And then you normally have like the potatoes and all that type of stuff. I'm always more of a baked potato type of guy. I don't really like mashed potatoes much. Interesting. Never have. Never Wait, have. You have baked potatoes at Thanksgiving? Huh? You have baked potatoes at Thanksgiving? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Interesting. So, something like that, or like roasted potatoes, something of that nature. Though I got to say, tater tots, natural fit for Thanksgiving. I tater tots are good. <laughs> you can't. When can you possibly go wrong with tater tots? It's they're true. they're a delightful. They're a delightful little. You just pop them right in. You're good to go. But yeah, yeah. that's usually my that's usually my little uh, tradition. What about you? The only oddity on the row Thanksgiving table is usually the stuffing because we have oyster stuffing. Oh, yes, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, from our New England roots, where my grandpa could not make a meal without twisting seafood into it. So really, and honestly, it's very good. It's is that, it? Yes, that anytime, yes, anytime is. I find you can add a meat to the stuffing, it makes a whole new world of it, especially seafood stuffing. Game yes. changer. <laughs> no, I had that in 2000. 12. Um, my daughter was playing hockey at the time, and it was a Thanksgiving tournament on Cape Cod. Wow. Yes. So we <laughs> had Thanksgiving dinner on Cape Cod, and I had oyster stuffing. It was amazing. Yes. Really. No good. kidding. And also, yeah. if, usually, if you want to disturb people, you mention that, like, uh, why do you put fish in your stuffing? Yes. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, no. What about desserts? We didn't mention desserts. Apple or pumpkin. Just so typical Both pie. for me. What about cheese? <laughs> Both. No, pecan. Pecan, pecan pie is legit. By the way, you said pecan. I say pecan. Are, yes. you, are you like one of those people Actually, that Actually, I should say bothered? pecan. My family is a pecan family. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to be fair. <laughs> ben, 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 ben has pecan pie with a, a caramel apple. Um, usually, we. I'm surprised. The one thing that usually ends up on our table is usually a cheesecake of some type as well. Usually a cheesecake. No, usually traditional pies and yeah, yeah that kind of thing. Yeah, well, we get cannolis too. Can, oh, good, good. I'm happy to hear that. No, cannolis are always a plus. Yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't Either that or rhubarb pie. Rhubarb? Yeah, strawberry, strawberry rhubarb. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't know if I've ever actually had that before, but I definitely would be a big fan of it. It's one of those things that doesn't sound good again, but it is good. No, yeah. it is good. I, had, uh, I just had a typical like PBJ sandwich the other night. Um, actually, it was the night when I got home from um, uh, Cortland. And I uh, had PBJ, but the jelly was actually like Rolf's like strawberry spread or something Ooh. like that. It was great because we didn't have any jelly. I was like, well, this will do. And it was it was like PBJ on steroids. Yeah, strawberries preserves. Yes. Um, that's good. Not stuff. great for you, but tastes delicious. Yeah. <laughs> although, although here's a judgment. Asparagus. Oh, yes. I don't mind asparagus. Good. It's got to be grilled or um, put it like cooked in a pan, though. Sometimes yeah. the asparagus hate. I just don't get it. No, asparagus put it put it good. with uh, put it with like garlic or some yes. oil or something like that. Well, yeah, if yeah. If, if you eat just steamed asparagus, yeah. like it's okay, no green but. green beans are good like that too. You put them in a pan with a little oil, garlic, yeah. that type Salt of stuff. Pepper. Yeah. If you, if oh, you yeah. season stuff like that, right? It's oh, it's, it's tremendous. Good. Yeah, it's all about the yeah. It's all about like cooking it the right way. Like if hollandaise it's, sauce. What's that? Actually, I don't know if I've ever had hollandaise sauce. <laughs> it's the yellow stuff you put on eggs Benedict. Oh, okay. I've mm. had a couple times. It's but good. It's butter and cream, mm. really. I, I was going to say. Eggs, butter, and cream. Oh, okay. It's, okay. it's good. Also, just the fact that my mom buys one can of cranberry sauce because I love cranberry sauce. You like cranberry sauce? You can like, have yes. <laughs> That's no. what usually happens. I'm, I'm just put off by it because I don't like the way it looks. 
I just don't like the way it looks. It's it's jiggly. <laughs> do, do you have like do you ever have like olives on the table too? Like oh, we, we yeah. always have like free meal. Yeah. The uh, the relish tray. Yes. Olives. There's olives. Hot peppers, pickles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cheese and deviled bread. eggs. Yeah. Not a big deviled egg guy. My aunt actually really good deviled eggs. I had a, a prelude um, Sunday. We got our harvest dinner from Saint Alexander's turkey mm-hmm. dinner. So okay. we got tuned up for it. Awesome. Pre-game. Yeah. Pre-game. We have the couple, there's this There's this pickle brand. They're actually called Wickles, and they're really great. And they're like Tabasco pickles. Ooh, they got, they okay. got, they got, I'm some, interested. Yeah, they got some heat to them, and they're good. I'm down for that. My dad is not like a really big fan of like, uh, I can't remember, I can't remember if he had them or not, but my dad's not really like a big, big, like spicy guy sometimes. And I remember he, I can't remember if he ate those or it was something else. And he like bit into one. And he's like, what is this? <laughs> no, if you gave someone a pickle that was spicy without them knowing. Then yeah. yeah, they're going to be like, what the heck is this? <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's our, that's usually the, the Thanksgiving tradition for the most part. The spicy pickles. Yes. The but pickles. looking forward to it. Yes. Anyways, anything else we need to touch upon? I don't think so. Okay, perfect. Well, although, yeah, now that I think about it, we'll probably try and record the podcast before Thanksgiving. But probably, this is a Thanksgiving. Probably episode, Tuesday so. or Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, that sounds good. But yeah. any, anyways, though, no, you, good. Can, you can listen to this podcast on PressRepublican.com, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You can also find it on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. And with that, Joe, you can sign us off. Once again, thank you to Mackenzie Delisle, and congratulations on a great stint here at the Press Republican, and we wish you the best. And we wish everybody, thank you for listening, and uh, we wish everybody a little weak side help.